Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's IBG episode, we're coming to you live from Oak Island, North Carolina, taking a little bit of time off here. And that's that's actually the topic of this episode. I just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about vacation, time off, and how important that is. And, and can you even do that when you're self-employed? Because it seems a little, just in general, right, self-employed, uh, because you're usually the only one doing the work, or if you have a couple of part-timers, potentially, if you don't have anyone that can do the work for you entirely, then it's kind of one of those things where you think to yourself, can I even take the time off? Because you just you just don't think that, that you can, because you, you know that if you don't get the work done, then the work is not getting done. It's, it's different from like when you have a corporate job or something of you know, those, you know, the traditional nine to five type deals. And, um, there's usually more than one person that's doing every job or your job, or someone can kind of pick up the slack for your job and take a little extra workload for that week or whatever you do can just kind of be put on hold temporarily until you get back and usually get paid for that time off. You know, most companies have like personal time PTO that you can accrue and accumulate over a certain amount of hours that you work every week, every month, every year, and so on. And every company has their own different criterias and, and quotas for all that, whether it's one week off, two weeks off, certain amount of days that you can take or whatever, in addition, potentially to vacation. I came from that corporate life. You know, I worked in retail management for over 15 years. So I, I know the deal with, uh, with all that. And I was always used to having multiple weeks of vacation. Granted, you know, I joke that I, I had so much vacation when I left retail that it was almost two months worth of salary because I could never take the vacation. I was lucky if I could get at least one week off because between every other weekend being some sort of holiday blackout date, you know, that was just seemed to be made up by that company and just so that they can try and make as much money as they could um, to stay ahead of, especially as the whole online, you know, e-commerce became a thing and Amazon started taking over the world with uh, purchasing things. The the actual physical stores, brick and mortar stores, we call them, definitely struggled with that and always had to try and find ways um, to, to, to just stay afloat, really. And it, and it became a race to the bottom in their own right. You know, it just was like every, just working everyone to death, tons of hours, um, extending, you know, putting a lot of uh, responsibility and ownership on the management and making all these different crazy sales and events and everything to get people back into the stores just about every other weekend. So between every other weekend being a blackout date and then whenever, whatever weekends or weeks were available to take off, you had to like fight, you know, with all the other supervisors and managers that um, were all in the same group of requesting time off. Like, oh, you can't request this off because, you know, we don't have enough managers working, you know, that week or whatever, you know, or, or this project's going on or that project's going on or this blackout day or that black. So it was, just, it was just, it was really difficult to even find that, to get that time off. So I, I know like so many different avenues and aspects of that, but at least when you did get the time off, you got paid for it. So going back to being self-employed, it's a little bit different because you're not necessarily getting paid for it. If, if it's physical labor that you're doing, if it's a service that you're providing, if you don't provide the service, guess what? You don't get paid. So there's all kinds of different, you know, things to talk about and, and rabbit holes to go down with this and, and ways about doing it. And, you know, ultimately... I don't think there's any one solution. There's just different experiences that I've had since I've been self-employed, since I, um, 
you know, started my lawn care business uh, eight, eight years ago and just started kind of figuring out on my own, as well as what I've seen on social media and some of my peers and mentors and some of the local guys. So I really just wanted to take the time, uh, a little bit of time here while I'm, you know, taking time off and on a little bit of a vacation myself to really reflect and talk about how important that is and some things that I did um, over the years to try and make sure that I could have this time. Get started today with GPS Track It and get your first month free. Register at gpstrackit.com slash LCR or call 855-930-2323. Real-time vehicle tracking, time and driver management, driver behavior, equipment asset protection and management, and smart video dash cam solutions all in one place. Improve route density and productivity, save on fuel and idle time costs. Protect your vehicles, recover lost or stolen vehicles, no contracts, and a low monthly price. GPS Track It. Find the link and phone number in the episode description. If you haven't registered for the GIE Plus Expo 2021, then you can still save 50% off your registration with code VIPLCR. Again, just go ahead and enter in VIPLCR in the coupon code section, or you can click the link in the show notes of this podcast on the app that you're listening to. There's a link you click on it for the GIE Plus Expo registration and you get 50% off. So as I sit here and uh, reflect on on the years prior, I don't th- I don't believe there was ever a week or I'm, I mean ever a, a year that I missed a vacation, or an opportunity to spend time with my family, take some time off, one one way or another. Um, every season, you know, during the the summertime, during the mowing season. So I have a lawn maintenance business. If this is your first time listening to my my podcast, thank you for listening. Um, I was in retail management for 15 years before I started my lawn maintenance business. So I offer, you know, all the regular mowing services, fertilization, weed control, aerating and seeding, you know, um, all the landscape maintenance, like trimming shrubs and fresh mulch, cleaning out mulch beds, taking care of leaves in the fall, like basically the whole gamut, except for, you know, construction design, build, patios, you know, uh, landscape designing, installing plants and all that kind of irrigation, all that extra stuff. I, I refer all that out. So, so it's all maintenance. So it's reoccurring. So, I mean, we're mowing lawns every week and treating yards every month and so on and so forth. So it's not like there's really a whole lot of downtime other than in the winter when the growing season stops or slows down. So summertime is, is pretty much when you're every week getting work done. So it's kind of one of those, you would say peak times, even though it's not necessarily busy, it's just, that's the bulk of your weekly income when you have a maintenance business, lawn maintenance business. So you're just, it's reoccurring revenue and you got to get the work done week after week. So it's kind of hard to take a week off or take any days during a week off. Um, but I found a way basically every year, um, regardless of the, of the, the sacrifices that need to be made, the scenarios and so on. So when I first started, you know, I only had, which I say only, but I mean, some people struggle to even have that, I'm sure. But I started off with about 30, I think 30, a little over 30 yards, my, my first full-time summer uh, going into it. I started part-time for a year while still working in retail management, had a handful of yards with like a push mower, you know, Ryobi hand trimmer and blower from Lowe's. And I just shoved that in the back of my Jeep compass, you know, went to work. And then after 10, 11 hour d- days or whatever, would change my office and 
run down to the Jeep and try and knock out a few yards before it got dark or whatever the deal was. And I just had to, you know, do whatever I could do to get those few yards done every, every week. And it was it obviously took longer because I didn't have the right equipment and so on. But it gave me that, it gave me that taste where if I, if I went all in on this and I could definitely uh, make something of it. So then the following year I did, I, I quit over the winter and uh, retail used all that money that I had um, from vacation time, like I said, that I wasn't able to use. And that kind of got us through the winter. It was basically salary for almost two months. And I was able to really focus on researching. That's how I stumbled upon the, the social media community, the online community that was in its infancy on YouTube and a little bit on Instagram and Facebook and things like that. And really started to connect with those folks, which helped me excel even faster. And, and I shared some stuff and they shared stuff. And then I started creating content and sharing and learning and growing as well. So all that was happening, you know, went got just jumped out the gates, um, was able to get, like I said, about 30, a little over 30 yards that first summer to mow and went and got a commercial walk behind mower, um, traded in my Jeep for a F-150 pickup truck, got a five by 10 open trailer, uh, borrowed some money from my, my mother-in-law for a couple of those things for the mower and the trailer. And then I was able to pay that off the following, by the following season. And then I was able to get those yards done. So I started off with like 30 something yards. So I say all that because if you have been in this business long enough, you know that that's pretty easy to kind of squeeze 30 something yards into a tighter schedule. Like, so one of the ways you can do it, if you are solo and you aren't completely overwhelmed working six, seven days a week, minimum, you know, like, like mandatory in order to get everything done. Like not, not like you spread it out to six or seven days, but like you're packed like 10, 11 hour, 12 hour days, six, seven days, which is crazy. But maybe you're just trying to, maybe you're having a tough time finding people or you're trying to get to the point where you are so full that when, you know, you can get someone and go to a five day, still have a five day full work schedule, you know, whatever philosophy you have out there, you know, I'm sure that is a thing that people are just maxed out like that. So that definitely makes it challenging to take time off. So if you're at that point, really that the best thing for you to do is something I'll talk about uh, in, in a few minutes later on the episode. But basically you really, um, you, when you have less than that, when you have like 30 something yards, like I had starting out and you're solo, you can really just kind of start doubling up uh, towards the end of your week. So like you can start doing your Monday yards on like Friday or Saturday and, you know, maybe you can squeeze your, you know, do Monday. And so, so what I did was I was, I was able to do Monday and like a little bit of Tuesday on like uh, Saturday. And then, you know, Sunday I was able to do the rest of Tuesday and, um, all of Wednesday or something on, on Sunday or something. And then we went on vacation. Um, and, and, you know, we went on vacation like Sunday night or Monday morning through, you know, the rest of the week. And then we'd come back on like Friday or Saturday. And then that, that weekend I was able to do the Thursday, Friday yards on Saturday, Sunday or Friday, Saturday or whatever it was. So it all worked out that I was able to kind of squeeze both ends, if you will, so that I was able to kind of have the basically almost a whole week, the majority of a week off. So that was a lot easier to do that without like missing out on any cuts, which is revenue missed out that you can't get back when, when you're talking about mowing lawns, uh, as well as not, you know, potentially upsetting customers or having super overgrown lawn when you get back. Cause even if your customers are all fine dandy about it and they're okay, which is cool. And that's, that's another aspect. And, and you want to make sure you have clients like that, but you know, you still have to deal with the grass is still going to keep growing potentially. So you're going to have, you know, twice as you're going to be double cutting everything, spending more time. You're not going to charge people for that because you're the one that took the time off, you know, and so on. So, um, so if you're able to squeeze it on both ends, like I just explained, then, then that that's a way. So I did that for a few years, um, got up to about like 40 something yards and that got more and more tricky to do that. 
And then when I started hiring employees, um, it, it was easy. It went kind of went back to being easier to squeeze because then, you know, I, I get, I basically say I had, you know, two guys working, you know, I, I had two guys and I'm just saying for, for sake of math, they had two guys working, um, you know, they had like four or five days in 30 hours, you know, we'll say then I was, I just, but they were like eight hour shifts or whatever, however the math works out. They worked, we worked three days out of the week for 10 hours to still get the 30 hours. So they still got their hours. And we basically did the same thing. We squeezed it in the front and the back. So like we asked if they could work on a Sunday and we got a whole, you know, we doubled up a little bit on Sunday and got a whole bunch of like Monday, Tuesday yards done or whatever, maybe even Wednesday. And then at the end of the week, when I would come back from vacation, we would, you know, work on Saturday or something or the Saturday and maybe the following Sunday and get the end of the week stuff done, you know, get the, the Thursday, Friday or whatever. And, but, but also what helped was I never got to the point where I had five, Five days worth of mowing. I always try to keep it four days, even if it was super packed so that we always had that flex day for rain or, you know, equipment breakdowns or any kind of unforeseen issues that come up as well as hopefully, you know, when, when we, uh, have other stuff to do like trimming shrubs and, you know, when it comes to aerating season and all that kind of stuff. And when I'm, tr when I'm tr out treating yards on my own, like we're not worrying about trying to get the lawns mowed either. So, you know, so there was always that flex day for, for various things and I would schedule accordingly. If it rained, then we had to use that for rain makeup. If it didn't rain, all right, let's, let's get the, the, uh, some of these shrubs trimmed and get, get caught up on that or let me go treat some yards or whatever. So there was always something. So it was, it was always a full schedule, but obviously when I was at a town, I was able to not schedule that stuff until the following week. And we used that flex day, at, you know, as the fact that we only had four days of mowing versus five. So we were able to do kind of squeeze two days worth of mowing into one day, like I said, on a Sunday and then the following Saturday, and we just worked, you know, 10 hours instead of eight or whatever. So it also worked out. The guys got the hours. We didn't kill ourselves trying to get this stuff done. Um, so that again was another way. Now, when you start to get to the point, the last couple of years, like last year specifically, um, again, still relying on yourself. Um, and I'll allude to why I said that in a few minutes, but uh, last summer, uh, there was, you know, it was COVID and everything was going on. So there wasn't really any traveling. So in a way you could say that that kind of helped in this situation because they didn't have to really worry about a vacation, although I still wanted one and, you know, my family and I still deserved one and you, we should all still have time off and <clears throat> everyone had to get really challenged in what they could do, um, last year in order to, um, you know, it was 2020, I'm sorry. I think I said 2019, whatever. All my, all the years blend together. Um, but anyway, it, it, it was COVID year. It's 2021 now, but so last summer, it, it, everyone had to be creative with how to take some time off. So we, we wanted to go down to the local beach, Virginia beach, which is only a couple hours away from us. We live in the uh, Midlothian, Virginia, which is close to Richmond. For those of you that aren't from this area, you might recognize Richmond, Virginia uh, by hearing it. So that general area. So it's a couple hours away down to Virginia beach. So a lot of times over the years, we take a nice day trip there um, or we'd spend a week there, uh, especially when, when we were new to Virginia, that was kind of our go-to for taking vacations. So, but then we started, you know, branching out obviously and traveling a little farther and whatnot, but because of no flying and all these kind of things, <clears throat> we tried to stay local. So there's some good deals, good bargains, all that, you know, down to hotels, wasn't obviously a whole lot of people doing too much. So, um, it, we, we still, we still went ahead and, and we did it, we made it work, but because 
I had even more accounts because every year I want to keep growing. I want to get to a couple of crews for those that haven't heard my story. Um, and I'm at one crew now, which is kind of busting loose at this point. But last year we were really getting to that point where we were almost maxed out. Um, we were definitely maxed out for four days and kind of creeping on that fifth, getting to into that fifth day. Now we are definitely into five days, but, um, so that I can get a second crew start and kind of go back down to four days. But, um, we, we were pretty maxed out. So it, it was difficult to squeeze things like I had done in the past. So uh, what I did was, since it was Virginia Beach and it was only a couple hours away, you know, we packed up the truck, um, the work trucks, there's more room and everything, you know, cha- you know, all the beach stuff, bikes, all that stuff, luggage, whatever. The whole family loaded up. We drove down to Virginia Beach. I spent a couple of days there with them. And then, you know, uh, obviously unloaded everything, left the bikes and everything in the hotel room and all that stuff. And then I drove back up to the Richmond area back home uh, for the middle of the week for like like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I believe it was. And we got all of the, you know, four and a half ish type, you know, days worth of work into three. You know, we obviously worked, you know, again, the 10, 10 and a half hour days or whatever, get it all done. Everyone's still got their hours just in a short amount of time and we got it all done. And then I just drove back down to uh, Virginia beach and spent the last couple of days with my family with vacation. And we loaded back up and drove back home. So it was kind of like I had half of a vacation. My family had the whole vacation, but half of it, they were without me. So it was kind of alluding to what I said earlier. It's, you know, some sacrifices have to be made and that, that's just kind of one of those things that that had to happen last year because that's you just kind of get to that start to get to that point in your business. Now, let me rewind slightly because I, I, I skipped over one part uh, two years ago, I believe it was. We wanted to go on vacation for the whole week. And I really, you know, it was further away. It was in North Carolina, like where we are now, which is four hours um, away, depending on where you are in North Carolina, where, um, you know, uh, Oak, Oak Island is four hours. Hilton Head, I think, is three hours, whatever, from where we were. So that's not something that I want to be driving back and forth from as much, you know, it's, it's, it's less, uh, intriguing to do that as well as I really just want to spend the time with my family the whole week. I didn't want to have to do that. I didn't want to have to do the whole driving back and forth, which is what I did last year, which I hadn't even done that yet when I came to this conclusion. So the reason why I had to do that last year was because of what I'll, what I'll be talking about. So two years ago, I wanted to go to Hilton Head with my family and I didn't, didn't think about the whole driving back and forth anyway. And it wasn't as close for me to even think about that. But I had a friend that was in the industry that was in the business, a solo person. And, you know, he had, like a lot of solo guys, had his schedule spread out where he had, you know, three days, I think, of mowing. And then he had um, a couple of days left for landscaping maintenance. So what he would do is, you know, he, he would uh, um, always, he, he would be able to, to, to rearrange his schedule kind of however he wanted. You know, if he didn't have any landscape projects, then he would basically, you know, be, be free for like the, the end of the week or whatever. So it just kind of left more flexibility. He never let himself get too full with mowing or too full with landscaping. And that's what a lot of solo guys do. I did a little bit of that myself early on too, but then I really just focused on lawn maintenance and just kind of filled up on that and didn't really do much of the landscape maintenance and kind of referred that to some of these other guys. But I asked him if he was willing to run my crew for a few days of that week because I figured we'd be able to do kind of a little bit of the squeeze uh, that that we did because I was at a good full four days still or at that point two years ago. 
um, every year I just kind of tack on a little bit more. So, you know, I had a couple part-timers and I had four days worth of mowing and I'm like, all right, well, if we can maybe do as much as we can, like on like the Saturday before vacation and then the rest on the Saturday after. And if we can do the other stuff in between, like two or three days in between, like in the middle of the week or whatever, then that will work out. So basically, um, uh, the friend of mine, he was, he took my, he took his, um, rig. Uh, so he's basically like a subcontractor, but he took, he used my employees because, you know, the routes were too dense to do solo. I mean, they could have, but I just wanted to make it easier for him. And, and it was a good opportunity for him to kind of be like a, in a crew leader role and see like what it'd be like to have employees if if he, he thought about maybe expanding on his own and stuff like that and and, and having employees of himself so he, he was very intrigued by the idea and he he uh, he was able to use his own mowers his own equipment which is the same kind of mowers and equipment that i use and he has the exact same trailer and everything that i had at the time and all that so no big deal but then he could use my part-time employees who knew the routes and knew what to do so they could help show him, you know, if there's any kind of weird nuances, I didn't have to go through all the details with him. It was basically like, all right, here's the route you go for it. And the guys can get everything can, can help you from there. Got that little, uh, biplane or whatever, um, flying overhead there. Just, uh, you know, like, like I said here, a lot live from, from, um, Oak Island here in North Carolina, but, uh, just keeping it real. This is a uh, real life here. Just, just hanging out, just trying to get this uh, podcast in, but, Back to what I was saying. So I figured it would be easier for him because I would have employees, my employees already knew the route, knew the yards and could help him mow, all that stuff. So that, so that's what it was. And, and I paid him as a crew leader. Like it wasn't like, Hey, can you just help me out and do it for free type deal? I put him on my payroll for that week and I paid him, um, as a crew leader, but he uses his own equipment. So it's kind of one of those things. It's like, ah, uh, you know, I mean, it's like a subcontractor because he uses his own equipment, but he used my employees and I paid him and all that kind of stuff, like as an employee and he had access to, to the route, you know, and I showed him how to use, um, the CRM that I was using at the time and all that kind of stuff. And we did run drive through the, the route, you know, the, the two or three days worth of yards or whatever that he was going to take care of just to show him everything and kind of go over some of the details. If you had any questions to let me know. And if there was anybody that came out, like any of the customers were home, I was like, Hey, this is, you know, so-and-so he's going to be taking, taking over your yard, taking care of your yard next week for me. Somebody out of town or whatever. I sent an email out to all my clients also telling them that. And a lot of them kind of saw him around the neighborhoods anyway, because he works in the same, a lot of same neighborhoods that I work in, you know, mowing lawns by himself. So, you know, his truck and trailer was kind of, uh, f- familiar to a lot of people. So that, that's what we did in uh, that year, a couple years ago, and it worked out really well. There was no issues. Um, you know, and, and it gave me also the, um, so, so it gave him the perspective of being a crew leader and working with employees. And it gave me the experience of being the owner working, you know, on the business, not in the business and having a crew leader taking care of the crew without me and just, you know, seeing how that goes and being able to look on the CRM and see what yards are on, how they're doing, what their time's looking like. And if they had any issues, they can give me a call or text me, which there was a couple of times. Like there was one time a client texted me and asked if we could knock something out, some random little thing, you know, how that goes, a little extra something or whatever. Hey, make sure you guys take care of this next time or whatever. So then I would have to relay that information to the guys and, you know, send them a text, a picture or what, you know, just basically forwarding the information from the, from the client. And then there 
was some times, a couple times where they had questions about something and asked me, but it all worked out. It wasn't like I was constantly on the phone. It wasn't like they had constant issues. There was no issues. They just had a couple of questions here and there and everything got done. Everything looked good. No complaints. Clients were happy and it all worked out. You know, he got paid. I still got the revenue uh, for that time and all that for, for the, for the work that, that was done and, and so on. So that's how we took care of that that year. And I thought that worked out great as well. So now skipping all the way back or going fast forwarding back to where I left off. So now this year, uh, where we're at now is, uh, I, I, that, so, so last year, the reason why I had to leave and come back was because that gentleman wasn't in the business anymore, or he, he just wasn't, didn't have time or whatever in his schedule to, to, to do it. And now to this day, from, from what I've heard, um, around the grapevine is that he, he hasn't, you know, been really doing anything with lawn care anymore. He's kind of transitioning, you know, doing different things, and which is totally cool. I get it. That's what a lot of people do. That's, you know, life can be long, do whatever you need to do, try different things out, keep trying new things, be a rookie for life and so on. I get it hundred percent. Um, but so he wasn't available last year. So I had to do what I said about driving to Virginia beach to come back, then driving back. Now this year, um, he also wasn't available. So, I mean, I mean, I didn't even ask if he was available because I knew he wasn't in, in the business anymore. Um, so this year it was kind of a little bit of a rocky situation, you know, we're like super maxed out five days. This is the most extreme situation that I've been in where I really didn't even know what to do. Like this was the first time where I almost, almost thought about missing out on my vacation, you know, just sending my family, you know, without me type deal because I had so much work to do and I didn't know, I didn't have a crew leader yet. And, you know, everyone, all these staffing issues and labor problems that we're all talking about and that I've been talking about recently on podcasts, like it's, it's real life stuff here. And I haven't found the solution yet or found the right people yet, just like a lot of folks, you know, and, um, I've lost some people and so on. So, the people that I have just haven't been, you know, they're not at the point where I want them to be yet. So it just didn't work out. I was hoping, you know, we had tried to plan this vacation maybe a month or so ago. So I knew it was coming. Maybe it was even a couple of months ago. So I knew it was coming and I was trying to get my guys, my team to the point where I could leave them even for just a few days. Like I don't expect them to do five days worth of mowing without me, but maybe some of the easier routes and we could do a combination of different things, you know, because uh, something I didn't talk about yet was over those years, um, there, there were also times where I couldn't get the full squeeze, um, and get every single yard done because, you know, 40 something yards, it was still hard for a solo person to do that. Um, when I was still solo and I was just transitioning into employees, so there was maybe one season, one summer or one year that I had to skip some yards and, and, and it, our summer vacations always seem to be around July or August. Cause it's like, Oh, you know, it's the middle of summer or summer's winding down. Let's hurry up and get these, get the vacation in before, uh, you know, but before it's, it's school starts or whatever. And, and especially if we were going somewhere local, we wanted it to be as hot as possible so we can fully enjoy like the cold ocean or the cold pool or whatever, and not be like cold, you know, not go in June or, or something and, and be like, Oh man, it's not even really that warm. It's only like 79 degrees or 82 degrees. And it's like the water's freezing, you know, you don't, don't really enjoy yourself as much or whatever, you know, again, personal preference, but that's just, that's how our, our family rolls. And, uh, so, so, but that's normally when it's super hot and dry and the grass isn't really growing as much anyway. 
a lot of dry start burning up, go dormant. You want to, you would be skipping them anyway. Or sometimes people would ask you to skip them ahead of time before you, before you even pulled up and saw that it was dry and burned out. Uh, so that would normally work out also because I'd have like a handful of those yards that were looking dry and crispy. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. I, I, I would skip them anyway, even if I wasn't going out of town. So there would kind of be a hodgepodge of things that I could work out in my favor so that I only had a certain amount that I had to get done one way or another and so on. I'd squeeze them here and there or whatever. So there would always be that kind of stuff too. So going, coming to this point now, uh, you know, they, they, I didn't really have that situation this year because, um, so, so again, uh, I was like, a, like, a, like I'm losing my train of thought here, all these distractions, sorry, my, but what I was trying to say was there's a lot of different variables that, you know, uh, that I put into consideration when, when this time comes for me to leave and, and so on. And I was really hoping, like I said, to get my crew to the point where they could maybe mow a few days worth of routes. And then like, you know, we could maybe skip some yards or whatever because they were going to be dry and, and maybe we can squeeze some yards here, or squeeze some yards there, like, you know, in the, on the weekend here or there. And, you know, I was going to try and work it out like I have to try and find a way, but there was no leaving them in, in control or taking care of yards for one day, let alone multiple days. So I really didn't know what to do and things were just get, kind of getting crazier and crazier. So I honestly wasn't sure wh- where I was going to go from here. But upon talking to one of my peers um, and mentors in some cases, um, good old Charles, friend of the show, and, and uh, Paul Jameson, uh, Green Industry Podcast, just interviewed him as well, Stepping Stone Landscaping. He's a great guy, local guy. I've gotten to know him over the years. He's been on the podcast um, and, and, and also many other podcasts and has a good Instagram account. And he's been growing his business and struggling with a lot of the same things that we all have been with staffing and all that kind of stuff. But upon having a conversation with him um, recently, just he was just, you know, just chatting how, how things going and so on. And we just happened to have a conversation. I just, it just happened to be the timing where I was like, I don't even, I don't know what to do about the situation. You know, I just kind of poured my heart out to him a little bit and was just like, you know, Hey, I, I really, you know, don't know what to do. I'm supposed to be going on vacation next week with my family. And I had all these plans and I've tried to had plans and backup plans on plans on plans and every single thing just kept falling through. Like, you know, I I made an offer for someone to be a crew leader um, and and I hadn't heard anything back from them. And even still would have been not enough time to like get them prepared to run the crew while I was gone anyway. And, you know, um, there was no, no one really, anyone, uh, normal folks that I could rely on to maybe ask for them to take over the route for a few days because everyone else was super busy and maxed out. And he basically just said, Hey, one thing he said for one had you given me a little more notice i would have found a way to to get as much of it done as possible you know for you you know and then obviously you know charge you whatever you know labor or whatever the deal is you know there's different also other different ways to do this i've definitely heard this other folks um out there have done this kind of thing and they've had other like uh companies take care of their their route for them and they've either given them like the revenue for that route as if it was their you know like their business and their customers and they just got the money they just give them their full revenue or you know they just charge them uh, for their labor like whatever their labor costs were you know for the however many guys they had taken care of that route you know or they did it by themselves or whatever they would just get the, the labor costs so you know there's different different ways about going about compensation for that and some guys might just do it you know as like a um 
you know, a, a trade-off, you know, like I'll do this for you and then you can help me out with something else later on down the road or something, you know, it might be that kind of thing too, you know, um, but a trade-off in some way. Um, but, but ultimately, you know, he said, you know, I, if you had let me know further in advance, I would have tried to find a way to get it done and, you know, charge the labor or whatever. Um, and then, you know, but, but now that we're at this situation, you know, best case scenario, he said, you know, what I would suggest if I were you is I, I you know, clearly we, we're all, you know, getting burned out. We've been working like crazy. It's been hot earlier and longer than usual. It's just been a crazy year. Staffing has been crazy. We're all struggling with that. He's like, you know, you, you need, you clearly need some time off. So you really need to take this time with your family and enjoy that time. And you know, let me know like what yards really need to get done, you know, and, and I was having a tough time finishing up the yards for the week that I was in. And he was like, you know, if, if you can't get any yards done for that week or whatever, you know, just, just let me know, you know, within reason, you know, there's a certain amount, you know, that I can do that I might be able to still squeeze in sometime next week so you can leave and just let me know and we'll get it all worked out. Um, and then I would suggest all the other yards, just send him an email and just say, Hey, you know, yards are drying up this time of year. Anyway, it's not too big of a deal. Um, I had this time off planned. It wasn't, didn't work out, you know, the way that I wanted to, to have, you know, proper staffing and everything to get your yard done while, while I was gone. But, you know, I really need to take this time off with my family and I hope you understand. Sorry. Hopefully there's no inconvenience. Again, the lawns aren't going to be growing too much and I'll take care of it as soon as I get back. And so so on and just really be honest and and all that which is the same kind of conversation that i've had over the years when i've done that you know if, if, if there are some yards that i skipped or, or or whatever um if i couldn't squeeze them all in here and there you know there was definitely those times where i did have to do that and even when it comes to the gie plus expo in october shout out to that event um go ahead and check out the link in the show notes a little shout out for that so that you can um register at 50% off with, with my code LCR, VIP LCR, um, if you haven't already and, and just get any more details for all the different events going on there and so on and so forth. Um, but, but, but that's another event that it doesn't take the whole week, but it takes a good chunk of the week and it's in October and you're, we're still doing stuff. So it's not like the season's done. It's kind of winding down, but uh, again, that's another, another time of year where people are like, well, well, what do we do? Like, how, how do we, how do we, you know, not, um, get work done or whatever. And that's, again, another, another conversation with your, um, your clients to tell them, Hey, you know, I'm going out of town. This is like a, a work event for us to grow and learn and, you know, look at new products and, and things like that to better our business, to, to provide a better service going forward and so on. And, and, and blah, 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 you know, like however you want to phrase that and word it and all that kind of stuff. And, and so that's another opportunity to do that. And, and it's basically yards that you're going to skip. And it's like, Hey, you know, and that, that point it's like yards are slowing down because it's getting colder, you know, hopefully this, you know, things will be okay. And, you know, we'll knock it out as soon as we get back and blah, blah, blah. So as long as you're open and honest and have the, that dialogue with your clients, I think more times than not, you know, you'll be fine. I'm sure there's still going to be those super high maintenance people that are going to be like, I don't think that's, 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 you know, that's not acceptable or whatever. And, you know, you just have to deal with those people the best way you can, you know, you might even lose those people. And like my friend Charles said, you know what, if, if those people are going to leave you for one week for something like that, you know, then, they, they were just going to leave you. They were just looking for a reason, basically. Like they, they were, you know, what, what, what was the next thing that was going to make them leave you? Like they were going to leave you one way or another is basically how you look at it when it's something ridiculous like that. You know, if it's a reoccurring issue that you're messing up on, then that's, that's on you. But for one, you know, one week, one incident, one mistake, if someone leaves you 
for that, that's, that's, that's kind of on you. I mean, that's, that's kind of on, on them, you know, being like, they were just going to leave you anyway. So don't try, don't get too stressed out on that. So that's another kind of side note there uh, to think about. But at any rate, so that's what ended up happening. There was a good, like, I think 10 yards that, um, that needed to really get done. And, um, I passed it off to Charles. He said, he'll take care of it while I'm gone. The rest of the people, I just told them, Hey, you know what, we're, we're, we're going to, get you when we get back. Um, and, uh, as far as my employees, you know, they, they, between them asking for time off and, you know, one guy was sick and all that. I basically just said, you know, you know, guys just take the week off. Like at this point, I'm, I'm not even concerned about it because we've had so much going on, you know, a little extra time off is not going to kill us. I mean, okay. You're, you know, you're not going to get paid, but at the end of the day, we need that time and we'll, we'll hit the ground running when we get back. And, you know, again, there's, there's other things there. Like if you had full time, if you had, you know, a full time employee and part time staff or whatever, and, you know, maybe, maybe you're gonna, uh, you can give them some PTO time or something, you know, pay them a couple of days or whatever, you know, or if you got someone on salary, then it wouldn't really matter if, you know, if you give them time on I me. Mean, so there's, there's a lot of different ways there. Um, if, if, if you were going to do that, but I, ideally, ideally you want to have, you want to be in the position where you have enough, you know, enough work and the right staffing to have a crew that can take care of it while you're gone. Maybe not all the time, you know, maybe, maybe they, they, you're used to one or two routes by themselves, not the whole week, but you can work them up to it and see how they do for that one week. So you can take that time off and, 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 and not have any catastrophes happen. But then there's also, if you're solo, it's like, okay, well you need to just work on the, the squeeze, like I said, and the squeeze and skipping some yards and having that open conversation with your clients. And you won't have to worry about the whole, um, you know, employee situation, how do I pay my employees or whatever? Like there's, you know, I right now I'm kind of in that weird in between section where I, you know, have a couple of part-timers, but no one really to, to run them and, and neither of them to step up to take care of stuff on, on, on my own. And on their own, I mean, and I don't have anyone to that's available anymore to work with them to get this the, the route done. So they still get hours and the yards still get done. So I'm in that kind of weird place. But my point is, I still I still made it happen by making sure that uh, I, you know, it, it kind of almost was like luck in a way for me, I was really kind of like exhausting all of my options. And then Charles kind of reached out to me and I just kind of voiced my concerns and what I was dealing with. And he just said, Hey, look, I'll take care of it. And I think you should do this. You know, you've done it before and all that kind of stuff. And so ultimately it worked out. I'm here. I'm on vacation. Things are going good. You know, clients are understanding. He's going to knock out the ones that have to be taken care of. We'll get all squared away when I get back. Um, you know, we worked out exactly the details, you know, he uses the same CRM as I do. So it's really easy for him to just look at the, you know, for me to send him the route sheet. He knows exactly how to look at it, how to read it, all that, blah, blah, blah. So it's all working out in the end, or, or it should all work out in the end. I'm you know, saying it live now, but uh, I have confidence that it will all work out. The bottom line is I'm here and I didn't skip anything. So that's that's the main goal and, and the main thing. So it has been a really challenging year. So I'm glad I'm taking this time off to spend with my family. And uh, I, I just really wanted to I've ta- wanted to talk about this before on YouTube videos, but it's just not always the best place to just talk. Obviously, talking heads don't always do the best on YouTube for any uh, too long of a time. So you definitely want to sprinkle that up. But so you know that's why I love podcasting so much because it's that medium for you to you know that that forum for you to do that uh, so that you can you know, really dive into some topics and tell some stories and guys are, you know, such as yourself and, and me, you know, listening while we're mowing or driving or whatever, and can really, really, uh, 
absorb the content, enjoy the content and potentially learn something from the content. You know, I know I get a lot of good laughs out of some stuff and a lot of funny things, you know, uh, on different podcasts and episodes, as well as learning a lot of tips and tricks and just getting inspired even and motivated about things that maybe I was you know, thinking about or dragging on or whatever, you know, and, and it just kind of lights a fire under me as Paul Jameson would say, uh, or says a lot, you know, to, to kind of get me going and, and kickstart an, an idea maybe that I let kind of fall by the wayside or whatever. So th- th- those are all, all reasons, you know, why I, I'm podcasting and why I want to continue to podcast. And then th- this is a topic that I want to talk about for a while now. So here it is. I just spilled it all out there. My, the number one thing is you should definitely find time to take off. You can't always just wait till the winter. Like, oh, well, I can take all the time off I want in the winter because we're not doing anything. Well, what if you got snow plowing and all that stuff? Like, and even so, like, you know, you might get burned out before you even get to winter. So even if it's just a few days, a uh, four day weekend, you know, maybe you don't feel comfortable. You got too much going on to take a full week off or whatever. I'm saying there is a way, but there's definitely a, a way and it should be mandatory to take a few days off for yourself. If you have a family with your family so that you can kind of recharge and, and, and be ready to finish the, the season, however long left of the season there is, depending on when you take that time off. So uh, it's, it's, it's crucial for you, for us as business owners, especially the owner operators, you're doing everything. It gets it's super exhausting, uh, the heat, all that stuff. So make sure you find a way to take the time off, um, when you can, I just shared a whole bunch of different ways that I have taken time off and some different things that, you know, that you could take off, uh, and some different ideas and, um, challenges as well. But if you guys have other ideas or have done other things that I didn't mention or haven't tried yet, please feel free to definitely let me know. Um, you know, tag me on Instagram, um, you know, reach out at LCR media on Instagram and, and let me know, you know, DM me or, um, you know, comment on a post or something, uh, for this episode and, and just l- let me know what, what, what else you got going on and, and, and I'll share that as well so that anyone else that's maybe, wondering or, you know, looking for ways that didn't think they could take time off, they can uh, maybe learn something from that as well from you guys. So as always, I appreciate you guys listening. I'm going to go back to enjoying the rest of the day with my family and get ready to get back after it when I get back. Thank you guys for listening and I will catch you on the next one. Hey guys, don't forget to check out GPS Track It by calling 855-930-2323 or clicking the link in the show description. I'm going to be using this for my own fleet, so I'll be reporting, letting you guys know how, how it goes and my thoughts and opinions on it, but it's definitely something I've been looking at for my business as I grow so I can keep track of my fleet, uh, I can save money, cut down on fuel costs, etc., Um, So make sure you go ahead and check that out so you can kind of see for yourself if this is something that you want to check out yourself and use as well as following along on my journey while I report back as I'm using it. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.